Gospel 1360. Gloria Leonard Ministries presents Preparing Hearts, Changing Lives radio broadcast. Preparing Hearts, Changing Lives talk show focuses on pursuing family wholeness. We're doing a new thing. We're making a way in the desert to reclaim and regain what the devil has stolen. Beware, this show can be informative and controversial. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11.15 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. And on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. For more information and bookings, visit www.GloriaLeonardMinistries.net or call 1-877-232-0255. Now, here's your host. Good morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you as we come to you in the name of which is above every name, and that's the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, for entering into another year, 2016, with a double portion of your Jubilee settlements that you have designed for your people. We thank you, God, for the time that you have allowed that this ministry go forth and reach millions, multitudes across the nation because of who you have designed, the design that you've given, the instruments that are being used, which is the word of God, and the people, God, that have been placed in position for such a time as this. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to go along with that, we thank you, God, for your satisfaction. We thank you for health. We thank you for wealth. We thank you for everything, God, that you've designed and put especially in the year 2016 that we may accomplish our goals in your kingdom. You said, thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth. We are on earth, and we are the ones that have been counted salt of the earth to deliver your message to those that are lost. And we thank you, God, for the privilege, the opportunity as we open our arms and you open the doors and the windows of heaven and pour out blessings upon each of us. These things, God, are quality. They are memoirs. They are the dedicated designs for our lives. And we thank you as we come in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and let the church say amen. Again, listening audience, this is Preparing Hearts, Changing Life, Gloria Leonard here on the airways today if you're interested in um, joining the conversation you can call 281-837-2222 again the call in number is 281-837-2222 what i like to do is continue the uh, series that we had as started on emotions <clears throat> again we had said earlier that emotions are uh, they could either be good emotion, joyful emotions, pain emotions, or it can be anger, bitter, because all of that is centered around how you feel on the inside. Your emotions are on the inside. And so therefore, when things are going on with you on the inside, they have a tendency to be reflected on your surroundings and the people or relations that you're in that were caused to have an additional conflict and turmoil in your life. But most important of all, we need to deal with the negative emotional responses that we give because there are reasons why we act the way we act. We don't, we, ch children, and, and you have to go back because we all were children. 
children, including myself and you and everybody out there in Radio Land, was not born bitter, was not born prejudiced. We were born into sin. But those type of emotions and characteristics are learned behavior. You are taught that. And that's why it is so easy to take children and manipulate them and change their outlook on life and control them and get them to do anything that you desire because they look up to adults as an authority figure. You can either make your child a pillar in the community, grow up strong, mentally sound, and have a good attitude and relationship with people, or you can make him bitter, you can cause him to be a killer. All these things happen based on the fact that we all have emotions, tendencies, and we all want to be loved. Love is a key factor. How can you love somebody else when you don't love yourself? And let's kind of look at, look at the fact that on the negative side of your emotions, if you are mistreated, abused, and feel unloved, all of that is going to build up in, within you. You're either going to act it out or you're going to harbor it within you. And one day, you'll explode. One day, you'll have to let go of the floodgates because there will be something that will trigger that feeling within yourself. So therefore, we need to deal with the root of the problem. And the root of the problem is the fact that we need to go back and address the issue that caused us to be bitter, to call us to be an emotional, unfit person to be around, that causes us to be withdrawn, that causes us to sit around and harbor and stew on situations that happened 40 or 50 years ago. So what we all need to do is to look within and then look out and determine what can I do to resolve this hurt that I have inside. And the number one and the first step towards your hurt and your pain that's going on within you is that you have to go to the Lord. You might say, oh man, I don't need to go to no Lord. I just need to go there and bop that person upside the head that made me mad. Or I just need to get back at that person. Or you get so angry on your job that I do, uh, at the end of the day, you just ready to explode and can't have a confrontation with someone that made you angry. But if you ever been through something, if you ever had something in your life that you couldn't deal with, when you let it go, when you let that thing go within you, you felt better. When you went back and you apologized to someone that you mistreated, you felt better. Even when you disciplined your children and you was very harsh and you went overkill on the disciplinary process and you feeling guilty inside, that's an emotion. 
you feeling guilty inside, and but when you go back and you bring that child to you, put your loving arms around that child and say, baby, mama, mama, sorry. I just got out of control. Be honest with the child, because the child know you got out of control if he got whips all upside his head. Just say, mama just got out of control. And I promise you that I will not get that anger again. And move on. And then within you, at that point in time, you began to feel better by the fact that you had done something wrong. You had admitted you had done something wrong. It's one thing about letting it go. You can begin to live. So if you want to call in and weigh in on the conversation, the number today is 281-837-2222. 281-837-2222. And we're talking about emotion. Emotions. And as I was coming in, the freeway is shut down. Both ways, going and coming. It took me two hours to get from uh, that up there by Budweiser. From Budweiser until I got to Sheldon Road. Two hours. And I was feeling, I began to feel inside anxious. That, that, that's that's a, an emotional feeling. I began to feel anxious. And I started looking at the clock. And I started saying, well, am I going to get there in time? Then I started thinking about an alternative plan. I said I needed to call Minister Mitchell, and we had to rearrange things if I didn't get there on time. But it was a type of emotion that I had was anxiety, but there was an answer and a solution as opposed to getting frustrated, banging on my stern wheel, saying all sorts of negative words because it wouldn't change nothing. It would not change. So you have to also look at an alternative process of how you're going to handle your situation at that time. And you should never, never approach a situation or a relationship when you're angry. Because words you cannot take back. Even if you say, I'm sorry. Even if you say, uh, you beg for forgiveness and all, because the other person is hurt too. They might accept your apology because they have to accept your apology because that's what the Bible says. You have to accept that person's apology if you expect God to accept you as a person. So it's a two-way street. So once you do that, you can't take those words back you cause dis, a discourse in, with your relationship or in the household or with your children or whatever. And again, Minister Mitchell, because words are killing. Words will kill. You, you can kill a person with your mouth and with your words other than just shooting them with a gun. Words can destroy people. So if you'd like to call in and weigh in on the conversation, you can call 281 837 2222. And you can tell of an incident wherein you had went awry on something that was was an even a situation that should have even been addressed at that time. It should have been something that you just overlooked. Uh, and what happened is that we have a tendency to carry one thing to another thing. And therefore, when you get angry, you explode. Because I know when my mom used to tell us not to do things and we had certain chores to do around the house, 
while she was at work and all of that. And uh, we didn't do it, and she would come in. She's already tired. She's already been already frustrated from whatever she had to go through on her job. And the pet word is that she get she tells us she get paid to put up, and she didn't she use a stronger word to put up what's going on on her job. But she don't get paid at this house. That, those are the words she would say. And uh, she would just get frustrated, and she would just say, "Okay." Uh, we're going to take care of this. I'm sick and tired of talking to you about the same thing over and over. Everybody in the house will get a whooping. Everybody in the house will get a whooping because of the fact that we was disobedient. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. And most of all, my mom already tired. She already had baggage on her when she come in the house. And so she would just, just start to wailing from the time she come to the front door. And so those are things that we need to be mindful of. Although that was a teaching moment within a whooping that we needed to do what she said when we needed to do it. And if we didn't do it when she said we need to do it, it needed to be done before she got home. So we got a lot of those walking, talking whoopings. And I know everybody out there is familiar with a walking, talking whooping. So therefore... When you have these type of feelings, when you have these type of emotions, we need to deal with it because we are a reflection of God. We are a reflection of his characteristics. So, therefore, we should be out in the public, we should be in our families, and we should be a light wherever we go. I'm not saying that we shouldn't get angry. I'm not saying that we can't get angry. I'm not saying anger is not a part of us, uh, a part of our daily lives. Once we become believers, that's not true. We have to pick up our cross every day. We have to be mindful every day. But at the end of the day, or during the day, you need to repent of any sin or wrongdoing that you might have done during that day. Because that's what David did. David was a rascal. But he was a man after God's own heart. And look look how God blessed him. Because he knew he had a relationship with God. And if we could have that kind of relationship with God, we know we can get all things. That, that we, will, we will be blessed. We will have more than enough. Because God will bless you more and more every day because he's looking more toward having a relationship as opposed to the number of scriptures that you can blurt out uh, and, and remember. Because you remember all these things because we do it for a whole lot of different reasons. It's not always to glorify God when we learn scripture and verbatim and all that kind of stuff. It's all, some, a lot of time it's about pride. It's about reflection. I can do more than you. I'm more religious than you. I know Bible, more Bible than you. And I've talked to many people and they always say, I know Bible, you know. And I, and I say to myself, but what is your relationship with the Lord? Knowing Bible and having a relationship with the Lord is two different things. And, and that's the thing where we have to work on the most. So if you want to call in on the conversation, 281-837-2222. Minister Mitchell, would you like to make a comment on motions or something that happened to you that caused you to uh, have a, you know, to, to rethink what was happening around you 
in order to adjust your attitude. Okay, I think we have a caller. Caller, you on the air? Good morning. Good I was morning. listening to your program this morning, and I wanted to share an incident mm-hmm. that really caused me to get back into the Word of God and to prepare for warfare. <laughs> I know. Basically, this has been going on for quite a while. I have a neighbor who happens to be Caucasian. I'm, I'm black. I'm a Christian. I hope that he is. And uh, what happened is, for the last year or so in our neighborhood, he comes around my house with this really vicious-looking dog, and he hawks and he spits in my yard while I'm out there gardening, watering my plants. And uh, it just reminds me of the 60s. I went to school in the 60s when integration started and when when the... Um, white families would try to sit their dogs on the the little black kids trying to walk to school, such as my sister and I. And it just made me so angry because it brought back all of those memories from 50 years ago. At any rate, to make a long story short, he had, he's just been coming around my house every day. So finally, I, you know, I prayed about it. I prayed with my prayer partner and I told her, I said, I just really want him to stop coming in my yard and just deliberately hawking, spitting. And then he allows his dog to just defecate in my yard. So <laughs> it's very frustrating. So finally what I did was I, I drove in front of his house and I just looked at him because I did not want to blow up and say or do anything that would cause police to come. However. Two days ago, he came to my yard again, and it was dark. Came out of my garage, turned the bright lights on him, and let him know, I've got my eyes on you. I see you. I know what you've been doing. He yelled at me. He screamed at me and told me, "Uh, this is a free country. I can do whatever I want to do. And it just made the, (laughs) oh, it just made the hair stand up on the back of my neck and I wanted to just really go off on him, and what I said to him is, I've been watching you, and I know what you're doing, and every morning I've been asking God to help me to send the angels, you know, to guide and protect me, because now that there's the open carry law, I don't know what a person will do. I don't know if this person is affiliated with the Ku Klux Klan. I don't know a whole lot of things, but one thing I do know is, there's power in prayer. And God said in his word that, you know, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. And what this man probably do not know is I'm a Christian lady, you know, however, I'm still human. And what he's doing is hurting me. And I do need people to, you know, pray with me and pray in the spirit because God said vengeance is he is. So that's what I wanted to share with the audience, to continue to pray. Uh, pray Psalms 91, you know, he that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Know that God is protecting us. There's also a Psalm in 72 and 73, and I'm reminded even in Psalms 37, which I'm going to go home and read today, and I'm going to put that person's uh, whole family in those scriptures and pray for them. Because I don't want it to escalate to something really ugly that happened, you know, way back in the 60s where the police have to come in and, 
you know, stop a fight or someone get killed. So that's what I wanted to share with you. Thank you. Yeah, and it sounds it sounds like what you did was it, it was how you handled the situation without losing control. Good, Leonard. And so th- that was okay. good. And yeah. and continue to pray uh, uh, for that family and for that attitude that he has and, and pray for p- continuous protection around you and your family. Because, again, you like you said, with this open carry law, right now we don't know what's going to happen. Call you on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing fine. And you? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm blessing the Lord, you know. <clears throat> We got all this open law, carry guns. And you know, when you walk with God, amen, when you read that word, the Bible tells you we are not as if we're going to have trials, tribulation, people are going to do things to That's why I say when you read that word, he said, put on a whole armor. He said, once you become a godly child, you're going to have trials and tribulations. Things come up against us. We already, if you read the Word of God, you'll know these things. So, okay, just like what's happening in the Word, that you see how all this stuff is happening? Mm-hmm. If you get in that Word of God, you'll see that the Bible is fulfilling. So, as Christians, and you're a true believer, it's, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be amazed because the word of God tells these things gonna exist, and then Jesus says these things must come first. He said the end is not yet, but rooms of wars, earthquakes, present time. All you gotta do is read the word of God. As Christians, that is our ultimate goal. Reading the word of God, getting the word because the word of God. Well, Liz and God, so, you know, it amazed me as how some of us sometimes get on here and we say things, but we read that word of God, and that's our, uh, feeds our soul. When we see these things, we say, oh, my Lord is telling me what things going to happen, and it is this right in my face. Amen. And then, like, emotions. We're going to have trials from the most. We're going to get mad. But the Word of God says, deny yourself. And sometimes it gets a little hard denying ourselves when we try to walk away from car because people will say things to us, do things to us. But if we got enough word in us, like you say, it will bring back to you remembers what I have taught you, the Holy Ghost. So you get baptized in this Holy Ghost and know the Word of God. Yeah, we might do things, but if bring back to you, do something out loud and say, well, you know, that ain't right. I need, I need to hold myself. You got to deny this old flesh. This old flesh raised up. I want to just listen to what you have mm-hmm. to say about that because I know as you, a Christian lady, godly as you is, and I know you go through some trial time. Mm-hmm. Amen. I know. Because you're trying to do the will of God. The devil got people that he used. To come at you, baby. So, baby, just be strong. You're doing a good work. And uh, I love 1360s. Love Mr. Mitchell. Amen. Love uh, Dr. Darrell Martin for, for following the stage, for getting people who really want to know Christ. 
I want to give God a great hand to him for creating this station over 20 years ago because you can find anything you want, 1360. I'm going to hang up and listen to you, sweetheart. Have a good day. I appreciate you calling. I really do. And I appreciate all the callers that call in. And again, uh, if you, I'm just giving you some scripture verses that you can read, Numbers 14, 1 through 45. Uncontrolled emotions can lead to bad decisions. Uh, just like I made mention early, uncontrolled emotions can land you in jail because you can start a confrontation with someone over something petty. I've known situations where husband and wife got into a, 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 a passing exchanging of bitter words because of the way that the toilet paper was on the roller. One wanted the toilet paper to roll over the top. One said it didn't make no difference. Just put the part toilet paper on the roll and let's just use it. But, you know, it, it depends. See, it didn't start with them in the toilet paper. What happened, it started from the background before they even met. Because one was raised up in a house where everything had its place and everything was in its place. Those neat freaks. Uh, so, therefore, the parent was very neat and particulous. That was uh, learned behavior through that child. So when you become a, into a relationship with another person, you still have those tendencies to do those things. Wherein it, and when you look at it from a realistic point of view, it don't make no sense. Well, how you put the toilet paper on the road? And that caused a big argument just between those couples for a while. So, you know, really sad situations can come out of that, especially with a person that has a fiery temper. Uh, also, we need to look at uncontrolled uh, emotion can lead to rash promises. And I know that we've always made promises to God. Lord, if you just let me get out of this one more time, I just won't do it no more. I just, just one more time, you just let me just get through this. You either gone out and spent all your money, you went out and spent money you didn't have, and, and now you at this situation or you out in a relationship that is uh, it, that you shouldn't be involved in, and then you finally get out of it, and then you say, Lord, I'm so glad you let me get out of that. So, But God don't want all these false promises. He don't want no future promises. He wants to see what you can do from day to day. Because he know and realize that we will be tempted and we will have situations that will come up that would just sit. And God would test you also. He, he, you would be in a situation and a lot of time he want to see how you're going to handle it. So it's not like the, uh, the thing that you're going through is how, is how you handle the situation as you walk through it. Because we'll pray all the time, just let me out of this, just let me out of this. And a lot of times we need to go through that in order to grow. Because the longer you keep doing the same old thing, going around in the same old circle, God going to keep you going around and around until some light go off in your head and say, I need to change. And, again, this is Preparing Hearts, Changing Lives. Yes, Gloria sir. Leonard here. And uh, call you on the air as though he limited his source of information to just uh, this particular station. If you, if you want to try to find out the truth, that's, that's what we as being people of God 
the Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And you don't just take you no know, one particular person's word for this thing. You try to investigate it and see if those things are so. And uh, that even why for years we voted a certain way, because that's what we've been taught. And we always just done it that way. But once you start investigating things for yourself and get away from a herd mentality and, and don't be so concerned of, of receiving the praises of men, but you ought to want the praises of God. And, and so I would admonish any Christian uh, to do just that. I believe the children are our future. You've been listening to Gloria Leonard Ministries Preparing Hearts Changing Lives radio broadcast. To receive a copy of this show or other shows, contact Gloria Leonard Ministries at 1-877-232-0255 or visit her online at www.GloriaLeonardMinistries.net. Send check or money order for $15 to P.O. Box 451-715, Houston, Texas, 77245. That's P.O. Box 451-715, Houston, Texas, 77245. If you enjoy this show and its special guests and you'd like to make sure it stays on the air, make your donations at GloriaLeonardMinistries.net. PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, American Express accepted. For more information, again, call 1-877-232-0255. Tune in to Preparing Hearts Changing Lives radio show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11.15 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. And on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Where our mission is to reclaim, regain, and reunite families through prayer. And to rescue our children from all unwholesome activities through prayer.